June 11th, 2020. Um, growth Talk. I think this is episode 7. Not bad. Um, today, I want to talk about meditation. Okay? So we're going to talk about meditation. Uh, how it benefits me personally. Uh, a little bit of science behind it. A little bit of statistic. Not really statistic. Just like brain science behind it um and then i'm gonna so i have a lot of stuff written down for this but i'm gonna freestyle a little bit about how meditation has helped me as an entrepreneur as well at the end so if you want to hear me blather on off the dome that'll be interesting because i haven't done that on camera really um so i've been meditating for about a year and a half um and the reason i started meditating was because I started randomly dealing with a lot of anxiety that I had never dealt with before to that degree. So I started having these horrible thought loops like you do with anxiety, and I didn't know how to make them stop. Um, and I, I wasn't in therapy at that time, so I looked up how to cure anxiety, and I came across meditation as a, as a very good way to aid anxiety. So I started off by doing, I downloaded this app called Oak, I think it's called. It's like a free app. They have some pretty good uh, guided meditations on there. And, you know, I just started doing five-minute meditations at night when I could, right? I didn't notice anything immediately. Um, I think it's one of those things that you have to really get into a groove with and, and learn. So I think that fact makes it off-putting for people um i think that you have to have patience with it but it's definitely worth it so i did i did meditation on and off for about half a year now this was probably january of 2019 all the way to you know i was doing it i, I was having i was streaky with it for the first six months of 2019 and then uh, I really started to take it seriously. Now, what I've observed from meditation, from doing it almost daily for the past year, is that it's best when it's a part of a routine um, for me. I'm a routine-oriented guy. I feel like I get my best work done when I have a routine. This series is a part of my routine. I record this every morning after I journal. Um, so... Um, I'm I'm a guy who produces best in routine and I get the best results from meditation in that way as well. So I use it as an exercise um to to do a few things. One, I use it to strengthen my ability to focus. Um because the way the way I do meditation is I sit down and I breathe and I I'm breathing in through my nose, I'm breathing out through my nose, I'm breathing into my belly. I'm thinking about my breath. Thoughts are coming in. I'm observing them as they exit. And then new thoughts come in. And eventually you kind of get this quiet mind. I get some great ideas when I meditate. Um, so I'm strengthening my focus. Um, I'm strength. I'm learning how to control my breath, which is super important for dealing with anxiety just in life. Um, because breathing is something we have all throughout life. So... When your emotional state changes, 
your breath usually changes subconsciously. You don't even know it. For example, if something scares you, your heart elevates and you start breathing a little bit faster. If you know how to control your breath, you, you can have much more control over your emotional state, which I'm going to get into later. Um, the last thing that I use it is to control my emotions. <sighs> That's what I use it for. Um, so ability to focus, controlling my emotions, uh, learning my breath, and learning how to control that. When I don't practice meditation for a few days in a row, I usually have a harder time processing uh, information, emotion, and I usually, after about three days of not meditating, I start, I have a bad day. Not saying meditation is a instant um, good day that you're gonna have, but it's definitely a, a much bigger insurance that I'm gonna have a good day. Um, you know, I get more anxiety when I'm not meditating. Meditation can be done in a number of ways. Mindfulness meditation, which is what I referenced earlier, where you sit down, close your eyes, start breathing into your belly, out through your nose, thinking, watching your thoughts kind of come through. Like you watch thoughts as they come in, you watch as they exit, you have some emptiness, another thought comes in, you watch it exit. That's mindfulness meditation. Uh, journaling is another form of meditation because uh, in a different way, you're observing your thoughts and you're letting them go on paper, which is kind of the, the same structure of what mindfulness meditation is. Walking meditation is very similar to mindfulness meditation where you're getting into a pattern of breathing and you're, you're going to get lost in your thoughts and you're trying to find silence, but you're just moving. I actually, I find this to be a great method of meditation. I do this almost every day. Um, yoga, obviously, because you're focusing on your breathing and you're, you're in these hard positions and you, you're kind of forced into this difficult position. Um, practicing, envisioning your future is one way to meditate. Thinking about what you want, thinking about where you want to be, uh, picturing yourself in that position, that is a form of meditation. And then prayer could be considered a form of meditation. Um, in, in, you, could, you could definitely argue that prayer is a form of meditation. It's definitely mindfulness. Um, anything where you can focus on something repetitive or get lost in your thoughts can be turned into a meditation. So for example, my girlfriend likes to make friendship bracelets. The other day I was making one with her and just that process of like turning over the string, making a knot, pulling it through, doing that twice, then changing the string just constantly. And if, if it's silent and you have some, maybe some ambient music on in the background and you just start, you just, it, you get into your thoughts the same way you do if you're, if you're doing mindfulness meditation, it may not be as effective, but you can always, you can find a way to meditate that is enjoyable if you don't want to just sit there. Um, an interesting piece of information that I read from a book called Emotional Intelligence. Now we're going to start talking about the emotional piece of meditation. Um, your brain always processes information in order of emotion and then logic. So for example, if I, if I see a scary dog, um, I'm not scared of dogs, but let's just say for this example I am, I see a dog, I have a fear of dogs, my, my amygdala, which processes emotion, is going to send, uh, is going to make me feel anxious, 
And then after I process that, it's gonna, that information is going to go to the neocortex where I process logic. So you process emotion and then logic in that order. When, you, when, when, when your senses send information to your brain, it goes amygdala, then neocortex. This is important because basically the weaker those two uh, parts of your brain are, the more in control your emotions are of you which you don't want. You want to be in control of your emotions. You want to know how to deal with emotion. You want to know how to think logically under emotional stress. This is where meditation comes in. Meditation actually strengthens the connection between amygdala, emotional processy. Why did I say processy? Meditation actually strengthens the relationship between the amygdala, where you process emotion, and the neocortex, where you process logic. So, for example, I meditate every day for about 10 to 15 minutes. Not that much. There's a lot of, like, monks, for example, meditate, like, at least, like, six hours to eight hours a day. At least. Um, just straight up sitting there breathing. Oh, in your thoughts. Um... So I feel like I have much less anxiety because of my meditation practice and my journaling practice. Um, and I feel like I, when I do, when things do make me anxious, I'm able to think, I'm able to get to the logic quicker than I used to be. So like that meditation has increased my ability to process emotion so much better. Um, so when you basically like the point of that is that for me, I think this is the biggest thing is that when you have a strong, consistent meditation practice, uh, and your intent is on the, the, the mindfulness aspect, no matter how you do it, whether it's yoga, whether it's walking meditation, whether it's journaling, whether it's a combo of all different kinds of meditation, you will have a much stronger uh, finger on the pulse of your emotions and that is super important you'll become more self-aware you'll be able I, I personally believe that when you're more self-aware you're able to relate to others better I personally believe that when you can understand yourself better through self-awareness you can actually relate to other people better as well um, so in all those ways meditation helps me as a person going through life day to day just as an average Joe um, I haven't even touched on how it helps me as an entrepreneur well here's how it relates to being an entrepreneur so as a freelancer as a filmmaker as somebody who doesn't have you know a steady curriculum that I I'm a part of uh, a paved path that I'm a part of or a I do have a steady job but um, I don't have like a set career at this point there when I when I started this journey of not going to school there was a lot of stress uh no 
Sorry. When I started this journey, I quickly realized there was a lot of stress involved because, well, for me at least, because there wasn't, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know how to get clients. I didn't know how to make a movie. I didn't, uh, I didn't know what direction to go and I still don't. So obviously there was a lot of stress. I, I get, I, I'm a person who is prone to anxiety. Um, so with that being said, starting meditation, starting journaling for me was essential because learning how to deal with that, learning how to, um, for example, if, if, if I lost a client, say 10 months ago, it would, it would eat me alive. It would really stress me out. Um, it would be, it would ease into all, it would ooze into other parts of my life. For example, hanging out with friends, I would be worried about clients hanging out with my girlfriend, I, I would be thinking about what I messed up with my clients or what I didn't mess up with my clients. Um, and it would just stress me out all the time. But after developing this emotional fortitude from meditation, from strengthening that connection in my brain, I feel a lot less stress about my clients. And I've also been able to take a step back and feel like more present and not... not um, needing to go 100% all the time out of fear. A lot of times fear makes fear as a motivator can push you way too hard and cause burnout and it can cause um it can actually make you worse off because it, now don't get me wrong having having fear as a motivator is good in some instances but in my case being scared that I'm not going to have something is not the most efficient type of motivation because you usually get pushed way too hard by your fear and that leads to not being able to perform at a high level because you're not adequately resting you're not taking in energy from other sources like hanging out with your friends enjoying a good meal um, because you're always caught in your head about what you're scared of losing that is not good so meditation has helped me with that Journaling has helped me with that because I feel like journaling in a different way than meditation gets the thoughts out of your head, right? Um, meditation to me is a way to empty my mind and journaling is a way for me to um, also empty my mind. It's kind of weird. It's like when I meditate, I feel like the difference between, but the difference between how my mind gets emptied is that when I meditate, I I feel like I'm dissolving thoughts. And when I journal, I feel like I'm getting them off my chest, if that makes sense. Like there's like I'm admitting them to myself with with the journaling process. And when I meditate, they kind of just come and go. So meditation usually gives me a little more, a bit more creative um thinking time and and journaling gives me more of a way to document my thoughts and just put them somewhere um, in a different way. I'll have to, I'll, I'll make a whole episode on journaling because it's, it's like such a, it's like a holy thing to me at this point um, because of like the, the, just the way it works for me. Um, 
also as an entrepreneur, I think it's important to not have a huge ego. Um, you know, I could easily, um, I could easily be in the position that I'm in and say, you know, f everybody who doubted me. Um, look at all this money I'm making. Look at, look at. I sold out this theater. I have all these clients that love me. Um, I do a good job. Don't school is stupid. I told you guys so. Um, but I think meditation also helps in in the same way it helps you process emotion. It helps you understand ego a little bit better because it makes you look at yourself objectively, and that comes a lot more from journaling to me. Um, because you're you have to be honest with journaling is like a, writing a letter to yourself or to like to like the the sp- your own spirit or something, and then you you can't lie to that like you don't lie to that you're not going to write down something that nobody else sees and lie so you're very honest with yourself and that that type of meditation to me helps eliminate ego which definitely helps with business because ego gets in the way of success ego is the enemy of success when you get to a point where um you've achieved something and you're successful i'm not saying that's me i still think my achievements are minor in a way maybe i'm Maybe I'm just being hard on myself, but um, like, for example, like if you win a World Series, if you're a baseball player and you win a World Series, a lot of times ego comes into play um, and those teams get satisfied because they just won and then they don't they don't keep going. They don't they it's so hard to win twice in a row in in baseball or any any sport. Um, And a lot of times ego comes into play. They think they don't have to work as hard, so they're not as prepared the next season. So my meditation practice helps me with stuff like that. Like after I sign a new deal for or sign a new contract for a gig or, um, you know, after I sold out that theater, I could easily be like, oh, I feel so cool. Um, I'm on top of the world. But no, you have if I'm this practice helps me be objective with myself and keeps my ego in check on a business level and a personal level um, because I don't use it just for my business troubles. I use it for my personal troubles as well or my personal triumphs. Um, it's a way to look at your, look at everything in your life from an objective lens. You, you watch the thoughts go by in your head. You, you record the stuff that, com- that, that happens in your life on paper. There's something about that that is like just dissolving of ego. Now I'm getting super deep into like ego talk. That's a whole other conversation. I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Those last, I would say those last eight minutes were freestyled. I think I did a decent job there. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm really enjoying this process. Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching, uh, make sure if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe. And I'll see you guys in the next one. If you're on Apple, leave a rating for me. And uh, I don't know what you do on Spotify, but I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.